Welcome to the official podcast of the Canberra Raiders. So close for the Raiders. And Papali would be inappropriate. And the score! He's done it! He's done it! Brought to you by OAC Digital. Come join us as we go behind the limelight. Hello and welcome to Behind the Limelight, the Raiders' official podcast. Thanks to OAC Digital. Season 2023 commences this week with the Raiders travelling to Townsville to take on the North Queensland Cowboys. In this episode of the podcast, we'll have a quick uh, review of the pre-season. Obviously, it's just come to an end and we'll have a look at the game this weekend. Joining me on the program for the first time this year is Rosie Harrison. Hello, Rosie. Hey, Ben. How's it going? And Lauren Pritchard. How are you going? Hey, Ben. Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, wonderful. Thank you. Let's get stuck straight into it. Let's go around the horn. Obviously, the news that everyone wants to know heading into round one is who is in the team this week. And obviously, we've been forced to make a couple of changes for round one, Rosie, the what people would have expected heading into the first game. First of all, Xavier Savage obviously out with that broken jaw um, sustained against uh, the, in the trial, first trial game. Um, he's out and Sebastian Chris gets a chance at fullback. Yeah, it's really um, devastating news about Xavier um, in that first trial match coming away with that broken jaw. But it's exciting that um, Sebastian Chris can step into that. He's um, played a lot of centre last season, but um, stepping into that fullback role for the first uh, round. And yeah, really excited. He's been training really well and excited to see what he can do. Yeah, obviously we had a lot of players play in that second trial um, for basically the first half only. So an opportunity for them to get their hands on the football and play in these new positions. Um, and uh, Seb Chris playing at fullback uh, was able to do that in that trial. So he won't be completely foreign to him, Lauren. He'll go up there to Townsville and have an opportunity to play a position, which I think he's played um, at other levels before. Yeah, I think he's played there at a cut level before and he got some minutes there against the Tigers two weeks ago and it's been good that he's had the past week or two to have a, some time in that position of training. Yeah, I mean, we saw last year that um, Jamal Fogarty got thrown out in that second trial, he picked up that injury and it just changed everything. We had to make so many changes heading into that round one game with Brad Schneider, you know, playing in the halves uh, alongside Jack White. And so at least Seb's got the opportunity to play a couple of games there uh, this year. Uh, sorry, a couple of training sessions um, so far and he had that first trial, so lucky for that. The other big one, uh, obviously, is Josh Papali'i, Rosie. He's out um, as well. Calf injury, which he picked up in that second trial game, just hasn't come good and uh, unfortunately he won't be there on uh, Saturday night. Yeah, it's a big loss um, having Papa out um, for the game this weekend. Uh, but Pasami Solo gets his opportunity um, in the front row starting. It's really exciting for him. So we've got that depth as well if um, someone else can step into that role. And yeah, Papa we missed, but we'll have um, Pasami there. Uh, Pasami Solo, what are you going to tell us about him, Lauren? Uh, he was uh, in the Maori All-Stars camp a couple of years ago when uh, you were part of the All-Stars set up. Can you tell us a bit about him? Yeah, he's a really good kid. He's been at Knights for about five seasons. I think he's had 25, 27 NRL games with the Knights. But um, yeah, came to Canberra for an opportunity and he's got that in round one. So really excited to see him play. Yeah, absolutely. Danny Levi also will play his first game for the Raiders um, at Hooker. He's won at that starting position over both Tom Starling and Zach Wolford and Starlow will come off the bench, Rosie. Yeah, Levi's been really impressive in preseason. I think. Um, he really brings that experience. He's played 112 NRL games and he's also played over in the Super League as well. So he brings that a lot of experience and the good chat in the middle and um, it'll be a dangerous combination having him starting and Starlow coming off the bench for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, some good news on the returning to the field front. Harley Smith-Shields 
Lauren. Uh, he'll be his first NRL game in you know, well over 12 months now, and he gets an opportunity to play in the centres, which is his preferred position, and he'll have the experienced uh, Jordan Rappin on his outside. Yeah, we haven't seen Hiles play for a long time to start with and also play in the centres for a long time either. So really excited to see him play. He's had such an injury-interrupted past couple of years. So it's really exciting to see him back out there and I think he will go great. Yeah, he's going to be a great um, player for us. He's, he's shown that at a junior level. I think he's won the Player of the Year award at pretty much every level um, of his junior career. So he, coming into this first grade team, um, for those people who watched that second trial, I thought it was really impressive, especially defensively. Uh, in that game um, before, obviously, we, we took the starting team off and the, we brought the the, uh, the cup team on in the second half. So um, he's definitely one to watch and progress this year. Uh, we talked about uh, Danny Levi and Pasami Solo adding something a little bit extra to the team as well. And, um, you know, we're going to need to, you know, change things up a little bit this year. Obviously, we made the semis last season, but... Uh, we'll be looking to you know go a little bit further this year. Yeah, we had a really impressive second half of the year. So if we can um, start a lot better than we did last year, it'd be great to see how far we can push throughout the year. How important, Rosie, is it to get wins on the board early in a season? We see teams that um, you know struggle towards the back end because they haven't got those runs on the board. Um, do you think we need to probably? you know, get out of the blocks a little bit better this year? Oh, for sure, yeah. I think last year they just put that p- lot of pressure on us in that second half of the season for must win those the last few games. But if we can get some wins on the board early, and especially up in Queensland, we've got two away games to start the season. So if we can get, like, some wins out of that, um, it'll be a lot easier getting into the rest of the season. Yeah, absolutely. Let's move on to the NRLW and give people an update on where things are. Obviously, you would have seen probably the announcement uh, late last week uh, that the – sorry, early this week that the Mounties – and the Raiders have joined forces uh, in the Harvey Norman Women's Premiership. Tell us a bit about that, Lauren, and what that means for the NRLW program. Yeah, it's great that we've been able to partner with Mounties in the Harvey Norman New South Wales Women's Premiership. Mounties are a really strong team in that um, in that competition, and it gives us the opportunity when we do have NRLW players, hopefully that's soon, they've got somewhere to play at that high level before we go into the NRLW competition. And it also allows girls from Canberra to train with them and travel up to Sydney to play with them as well and give that get that exposure at that level too. So, um, yeah, it's a really exciting opportunity and can't wait to see how it progresses. Yeah, it's a, it's a good concept, the Harvey Norman Women's Premiership, because it gives those NRLW players an opportunity to play some football earlier in the year before the NRLW pre-season commences. And uh, obviously here locally in Canberra, Rosie, we've got the Katrina Fanning Shield. So it's a bit of a, an in-between competition because um, obviously the step up from the KFS to the NRLW would be pretty massive. So having that in the middle is something really good. Oh, for sure. It's super important to keep that pathway going. And the KFS has a lot of talented young girls um, in that KFS competition and to allow them the opportunity to play in that Harvey Norman um, Women's Premiership competition is a huge thing. And um, yeah, we're really excited to see what happens. Unfortunately, we can't announce any players though, Lauren, which is frustrating <laughs> for the club because obviously we've got um, players that we are speaking to or have spoken to and, and hopefully we can announce soon. But um, Coach Darren Borthwick, um, you know, ready to go uh, when all that happens, hopefully um, sometime in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we've been incredibly patient and I think we're getting closer. But um, Borthwick's done a great job on – he's sort of had his recruitment hat on for quite a while now and hasn't really had the chance to do too much coaching yet. But um, he's got some great contacts and great relationships throughout plenty of different clubs and levels across Australia and New Zealand. So, um, yeah, he's – been really really busy and some of the names that have been thrown out in the office are incredible so I'm super excited that once we do have contracts that we can lodge that we will have a really good team and some really good humans around too. Can you give us anything? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, stay tuned for some exciting announcements in that space. The NRLW uh, competition, the Raiders, of course, in their first season of the NRLW in 2023. Can't believe it, but the pre-season is over. Um, it's, it came around quickly and it's gone just as quickly. Probably not the same feeling amongst the playing group because obviously they come out of the back of being absolutely flogged for the last... Uh, three to four months, but uh, it comes to an end and we prepare for the season. Uh, a new strength and conditioning head uh, in Josh Drahorn, um, a real focus on speed this pre-season, Lauren, and, and that's something that they've been trying to work on and, and trying to bring into the team this year. Yeah, I think um, early pre-season, years gone by, you see them doing plenty and plenty of laps of the field, but this time was a lot more speed focused. So, um, yeah, hopefully that when we see the boys out there, it pays off and we can see how that has helped them. Yeah, absolutely. A few young players that um, will benefit for another pre-season uh, this year, guys like Atta Mariotta, uh, who we forgot to mention, in the f- is uh, also playing this weekend. We'll get to that in the preview. Trey Mooney, James Schiller, Brad Schneider, all these guys, uh, Rosie, who got a taste of football last year. Uh, another big pre-season for them really helps their uh, opportunity to get into the NRL team in a seamless sort of manner. Yeah, I think it was so good that each, um, like Mariotta, Mooney and Schiller got their opportunity to make their debut last year. It sort of gave them a taste of NRL, but now they've spent the pre-season working again towards that, to get that to that level again. Um, and yeah, just building combinations and, and continuing with another effort, um, with a, sorry, continuing with another um, pre-season, it'll be really good for them. And yeah, hopefully they each get some more games this year. Yeah, we've gone through some changes in the forward pack. We've lost some players. Obviously, Adam Elliott was only here for the one season, but he's gone to the Knights. Ryan Sutton um, here for a few years, but he's gone to the Bulldogs. Josh Hodgson um, finishing up his time at the club and gone to the Yield. So there are some changes and some opportunities opening up, particularly in that forward pack, Lauren. And uh, we've seen Corey Hadawita-Nida named at lock um, to start the season. And that's a real opportunity for him to try and cement a spot uh, in that team going forward and, and make that position his own. Yeah, there's a bit of, I suppose, speculation who would start in that lock position. Taps played there for a bit in trials. Um, Corey Horsburgh could have played there too. But it's, yeah, really good to see Corey Hadaway tonight get his shot. He had a really good um, pre-season as well. It's probably the most complete pre-season he's had in a long time because of injury and rep duties and that kind of thing. So, yeah, really excited to see him get that opportunity and see how it goes. Yeah, Pasami Solo we touched on before. But the other guy who's um, had a bit of an interrupted pre-season due to some injury and hopefully he'll be ready to go um, you know, uh, in the next couple of weeks is Peter Holler, Rosie. Um, he's another guy there that's that's looking for his chance as well. Oh, definitely. You talk to some of the senior boys in the squad about who's impressed them and Peter Holler's definitely one of the names that comes up often. So um, he's just so fit and so strong and, yeah, we're looking forward to seeing what he can do hopefully this year. Yep, the spine uh, is important as it is always every season and Jack White and Jamal Fogarty showed at the back end of that season once Jamal came back into the side what a great combination they have but you know we said we throw Danny Levi into that mix with Tom Starling and Zach Wolford and all of a sudden um, there's some good options there uh, in the hooker halves to start with and um, and then Xavier Savage uh, off sidelined early, you know, Sebastian Chris playing fullback. Some combinations, some new ones to form there, but also having that experience of, of Whiten and Fogarty together, Lauren, that's a really good thing as well. Yeah, it's really good to see that they'll be able to start the season this year after how last year went. Um, it's pretty crazy that Danny Levi's only been here for about eight weeks and he's done really well in that time to be able to nail that number nine position to start. Um, but yeah, it's obviously a shame about Xavier not starting the season after spending a whole pre-season training in the spine with these other guys, but um, I'm sure Seb will do a great job and look forward to see how they go. Yeah, I spoke to Xavier uh, late last week and just seen how he was going. He said the surgery went really well. He said the jaw 
um, is obviously still fairly tender, but he's starting to eat some foods again, which is good. I think he said he lost about six or seven kilos in, in like a few days after the operation, but was then able to put a few back on, a bit of a diet of smoothies and stuff like <laughs> that, obviously, to start with, but he's starting to eat a bit more food now. And, um, you know, he's he actually had a really good pre-season up until that point and he put some size on as well. So that's one thing that he needs to work on, Rosie, is, he, is obviously, you know, it's a physical game and, and putting a bit of size on will help him. Yeah, especially that fullback role these days, just bringing the ball back and those ball carries. So um, definitely excited to see what he can do later in the season. Yeah, a few changes in the coaching ranks, obviously, too, in the pre-season. Uh, Michael Maguire joining the club, Loz. Uh, what sort of a sense do you feel that he's brought to this team and, and what do you think he's brought so far? I think everyone's really embraced Madge being here. I think him and Ricky working together has been a really good thing and obviously he was a former Raider too, so it's great to have someone who has been around the club for such a long time back with the club too. Really experienced, um, you know, coaching staff now. You've got Michael Crawley as well, Mick Crawley, Rosie. He's been at a number of clubs and having him with Ricky and Madge, it's a really strong, you know, coaching team, isn't it? Oh, for sure, yeah. Mick Crawley brings so much experience to the team um, and he's been really impressive and he just gets along really well with the boys. And Justin Giddo is another one that's come into the coaching squad. Um, he was Jersey flag coach last year for the Raiders um, and moved up to the NRL squad this year and he's really good too. So, yeah, the Raiders have had a very strong squad. For yeah, very squad. famous name, the Giddo name in Canberra, but also with the Raiders. His dad, Ron Giddo, um, was a former captain, one of the original Raiders and, uh, of course, his brother, Matt, um, I think only just retired from playing rugby union. He's like 40-something. So, um, you know, very famous name. Justin's got a really good coaching resume at local level too. Coached uh, in and around Canberra for a number of years and, uh, you know, he's, he's a coach on the right. So looking forward to having Justin's input, particularly with that team. And, uh, of course, Joel Carbone moving into the the head of recruitment. Uh, Lauren, I mean, that's a um, that's an opportunity for Justin, but also for Joel too, to, to move to the next level as well. Yeah, um, Joel has done an incredible job in everything he's done at the club. He's sort of moved around a little bit. He was New South Wales Cup coach last year and now head of recruitment. Um, very busy job. He's got to look after and keep his eye on so many different teams. But um, yeah, just a great opportunity for him and I think he's done really well. That's right. The pre-season done and dusted for 23 um, you know, all your cliches, hardest pre-season ever. <laughs> Train the house Training down. Training the house down. <laughs> we can put all those away for another year uh, as we move on to season 23. And it starts this weekend up at Queensland Country Bank Stadium against the Cowboys. First team lists are in for 2023. And as we mentioned earlier, the team changes for the Raiders, quite a few of them, probably for what people would have expected heading into round one uh, through injury and a few uh, bits and pieces that have changed around there. We've gone through the Raiders team um, briefly, but uh, outside of the changes, there's also plenty of experience too, Rosie. We've got the likes of Joe Tarpany, Hudson Young, Elliot Whitehead, um, Jordan Rapiner, Jack and Jamal, you know, all those mm. guys there that have, you know, played a, an amazing amount of football together now and uh, and it's, a, you know, really you know good to have that cohesion to start the season. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Joe Tarpanet and Hudson Young had those incredible seasons last year. So looking forward to seeing if they can back that up again this season. And having that uh, Jack and Jamal in the halves uh, to start the season to just give that continuity and um, get them to work on their combinations as well. So, yeah, lots of experience in the squad, lots of good combinations. Really excited to see what happens this weekend. One name, Lauren, that um, got plenty of mentions um, and praise from his teammates during the preseason was Emre Gula. Um, and he started in that troll game. Uh, in the front row. Emre, he just looks bigger this year. I don't know if it's just his haircut he's got <laughs> at the moment or what it is, but he looks bigger, he looks fitter, he looks stronger, and I, I think he'll be in for a big year. I think he's in for a huge year too. Yeah, everyone's been rapping him and how, yeah, he's got that opportunity too to play some tr a good trial minutes and start as well. So, um, yeah, super excited to see how he goes. 
Well, the North Queensland Cowboys had a very successful season in 2022, making it through to the preliminary final and obviously um, suffering a similar fate to us in losing to Parramatta to end their season. Uh, they had a two wins against us last year, once up there early in the season in Townsville and then once here in the cold. Uh, I think it was around uh, May, well, April, May, when we lost them down here in Canberra. What do we need to do better to beat them this year, Lauren, and what part of the game do we need to work on? I think we just got to make sure we complete our sets, kick to corners. It's going to be hot and humid up there. We've sort of had a similar weather lately. It's been quite warm, but I think, yeah, we've just got to be really smart. And, yeah, they're such a, like, strong team. We're probably last year a bit of a surprise pack at the side of the year, but they beat us twice. And we weren't sure if it was, you know, us performing badly or them actually on the rise, which that was the case too. So, um, yeah, I think we've just got to bring out our game and hope that we can compete with them. Last year, um, Rosie, when the the season started, they had a few guys that nobody really knew much about. Guys like Murray Tuolangi, Ruben Cotter, uh, Jeremiah Nanai. Now, all these guys have gone on, you know, to represent in the World Cup. So, obviously, um, you know, they're they're pretty special players and they're going to be really... Um, hard to come up against this weekend. Yeah, they've got an amazing squad and it's very similar, almost exactly, I think the first set of 13 is the same as last year's squad that made it to the prelims. So um, very strong and there's lots of good battles across the park, so looking forward to seeing that. But um, yeah, they've got a lot of young guns, so we'll have to um, sort of nullify that for sure. Yeah, I think the big key to their success was the way that their halves played last year. You had Tom Dearden and Chad Townsend combining, but for me, one of their most, most dangerous players is Scott Drinkwater at fullback. Um, he's such an electric player and can, you know, insert himself into the game at any time. What do we need to do to shut him down, Lauren? I think we just need to limit the opportunity he has with the ball, um, kick around and make sure it's not always back to him. He's such an electric player and got just so creative and just so elusive, I guess. So, yeah, just to limit any opportunity he has with the ball. Yeah, they're back five. It's going to be hard to, to stop that, isn't it? Because you've got Drinkwater, Felt, Holmes, Hiku, Tuolangi. Um, they're just, um, you know... a are wonderful outside backs and they can score from any opportunity. So our guys, you know, like Tomoko, um, Harley Smith-Shields, Jordan Rapiner and Nick Kotrick, they're going to have to be on their game defensively, aren't they? Yeah, they definitely will. And they're, they're, that, those combinations um, will start um, start in the pre-season. So, yeah, they've had a lot of uh, practice with the defence. But, yeah, it's going to be tough and it's going to be tough going up there as well. But um, we'll give it our best shot. What about uh, Tom Starling, Lauren? Uh, obviously, he plays an important role in this squad and you'll play an important role this weekend coming off the bench in that heat at some point. Um, his runs from dummy half will be pretty crucial to you know getting us on that front foot at some stage. Yeah, I remember last time we played the Cowboys at home in round six, he scored a really good try and yeah, just that inject- injection of him into the game really helped us. So hopefully off a really strong pre-season, he can um, continue to do that and just tear them to shreds. Yep, absolutely. He's one player that I'm looking forward to seeing playing on the weekend. Uh, the heat is obviously always a factor in Townsville. Um, probably gets talked about a little bit too much, but <laughs> it will be a factor, Rosie. Uh, we've been training, trying to train here in the middle of the day as much as we can, but it hasn't been that hot here in Canberra and it will be a challenge up there. Yeah, definitely. It's, um, it is a challenge. It has been pretty hot, but not as hot as it's going to be up there and just the humidity as well. But um, it's all changed the game plan to have a game plan that works for the heat and the humidity up there, kick into corners and complete and everything. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. But then we've got our second game in Queensland too, so it'll be good It'll be good to have our first game up there and get that done and then go into Redcliffe. Yeah, that's two. right. The, the Raiders and the Dolphins in round two. Two away games to start the season, which is pretty crazy as well. Uh, obviously, our first home game is in three weeks' time against the Sharks. Tickets are on sale now. 
But uh, Lauren, also the opportunity to become a member before then. Plenty of memberships still available. Yeah, plenty of time to still get memberships. Still got two weeks till our first home game. We've got some really good games this year at home. So um, I'd encourage everyone to get a membership. There you go, raiders.com.au forward slash membership. Pick your package um, and get along to a Raiders home game in season 2023. All right, we're going to wrap it up with our podcast predictions. Last year was pretty dismal on this front. We didn't have many points, so uh, let's kick it off with a bang this weekend. Uh, Prediction, Raiders, Cowboys, Lauren, what have you got for us? Well, (laughs) I was going to go with the Harley Smith Shields try but I know that's what you've chosen so I have decided to go with new dad rapper hopefully he scores a try for his new little baby girl yeah congratulations <laughs> to the rapper and it's uh, Jordan and Kelsey there on the birth of their second child and uh, luckily it happened before the first game so well planned to rapper for that one um, but yeah congratulations to the guys Rosie you um, I've got a Sebastian Chris try I think he'll be really dangerous at the back and um, yeah he'll go over Yep, yep. I think uh, he has, I think he scored 14 tries last season or something like that. So he'll be right up there again this year. Uh, for me, as you mentioned, Lauren, you stole my thunder, but I'm going for <laughs> Harley. <laughs> I'm going for Harley Smith Shields to score on his return. I just think that um, it'll be really nice for him. It'll be a great moment if he can score a try and, and help us get a win in his first game back after what was a pretty tough year for him last year. So I'll go for Harley Smith Shields to score. That brings us to the end. We made it through the first podcast of the season. Uh, we'll look to get some players and coaches on uh, from here on in. Um, but big thanks again to OAC Digital for supporting the podcast. And we look forward to hopefully talking to you soon on Behind the Limelight. Thanks to OAC 